Hello and welcome to the even worse idea of all time. Tonight, your hosts are me, Alistair. And me, Oliver. We've got one microphone, so we have to treat it like, I think, like a tandem interview. We like, just get in real close. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I think like a tandem interview where it's like we're both interviewers and we want to know about each other's souls, but particularly what we thought of the movie Breaking Dawn Part 2, the last sort of film in the Twilight Saga, because that is our responsibility because we watch it once a week. So mm. let's kick into things. And it's always just the two of us. Uh, every, every and that's time. that's the same this week, so nothing really to remark on there. Why mess with a, with a, with a winning formula? Hey, look, Precisely. sometimes you can remark upon it just to go, fuck, I love this status quo. Uh, a bloody... I love this intimacy. Imagine I love this rapport. Imagine a parallel universe where we didn't have this intimacy. We had some third or fourth wheel coming in here with, with, with inane little comments. Be fucked. That would be rude and bad. We so, wouldn't be able to stare into each other's eyes the whole time. I would have to look at some other eyes and it's like, why are, the, are those even a thing? Uh, I, if they are, I don't want to know about it. I want to know about who was your favourite character in the film? We, we do this segment where we do, whose team are you on? Whose team? Whose team? It's an interesting phrase, isn't it? Team. What does, what does it mean? Yeah. Well, we know what it means, but where does it come from? Oh, who knows? Doesn't who knows? It? Dive into a bit of Latin. etymology. Latin, yeah. maybe. Possibly. Who's to say? It's probably not. not probably not that interesting. Probably, probably not. Just, uh, just, 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 just. Uh, look, it's, it's always an interesting process, but I'm just saying that the specific story of the word team mm. probably not worth noting. So well, would you would you pipe down? We'll have the boffins in the back looking into that one. Uh, my uh, who's my favorite character? It's kind of hard. I don't know if I necessarily had one i quite like dimitri this week dimitri is a volturi vampire um and he's kind of a smug prick but i like yeah no who he's like the blonde one who karate chops jasper's head off and i've always thought that that was pretty cool is he i thought dimitri was the the one from the snowy tundras yeah. Which one do you mean? The the like the classical vampire, the one who's like who's like middle aged man who's dark hair. No, that's Marcus. No, they're goody, and they go and visit them, and they go. Oh, in the car. Um. Oh, right. No, no. He's called like Elijah or something, or like Eliza, or I don't know. It's fucked. Might that be the elusive Rosalie that I keep hearing so much about? That is indeed Rosalie. Okay, so the, so who's this guy you're into? Pay me a picture. He's the he's the one that Edward fights. Um, right. Edward jumps out of a rock and tears his head off. Oh, yeah, totally. Anyway, it's pretty good because Edward falls into this chasm and he turns away and he does this incredibly smug little smirk. And he just starts walking away. Oh. And then Edward fucking comes out of nowhere, comes out of left field, Dimitri's takes not. his absolute head off. He's not blonde. He's got the, the spike, the, the spiky hair. Yeah, he's blonde, spiky hair. He's the guy who showed up in about the seventh or eighth watch, and he yeah. has been delivering. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. He's also kind of... Uh, his, all his parts in the battle are fun, because at one point he's... 
fighting Jasper. Um, this is before he karate chops his head off, obviously. But and whenever the camera kind of cuts back to them fighting, we just see Jasper like backhanding him. I'm not certain if I've said this on the podcast before. I've certainly said it to to uh, my single co-host. But um, anyway, so it just looks like. Jasper's just fucking wailing on this guy just like smacking him back and forth across the face which I think would be kind of funny when he says single it doesn't mean I'm afraid of commitment you know <laughs> I've been in relationships before and um, I'm not I'm not you know uh, I mean I just I just say single because they all ended in devastating failure <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, look, I'll, I'll back that one up. Look, I want to know, I want to tell you, who's semi-mile. I'm I was about to ask. Oh, so. oh, I think this week we've gone over to the dark side, I think, because I'm also mm. going to back Volturi. Uh, the, I think, sort of dreadlocked guy who's chasing after Jacob and, and Renesme. He's, he's, mm, he did, fuck, I don't know his name. I remember no, anyway. Do they say it? Maybe. He's, cause he's, they say it in the credits. True. We should really, really know. Um, you know, it's, it's getting it's getting ludicrous the amount of names that Alistair doesn't know. So, um, uh, embarrassing. Look, 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 look. He's he's got good energy and he sort of roars. He's like, "I'm gonna get you!" And it's like, "Yeah, fuck." There is some genuine like that scene could be out of a like a scary movie. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. And I, I also like the way he. Well, I like the way his head falls to the ground. It's After. very understated, isn't it? Mm. It's it's a very um, tasteful. It sort of bounces, but not in a comical way. It's just like, well, he's gone, and it's like, this is mm. the danger is over. He was a scary guy, but it's like, let's carry on. Let's go for it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I also like the fact that he's apparently their best runner. It's like that's. It's always nice to be kind of the best. It's like, I feel like I feel like just being like the fastest is such a you know kind of classic childhood, especially at primary school. Exactly, if you're the fastest. Jacob Jones at our school, mm. fucking bastard, bloody legend. Sam Craig at ours. Yeah, you you always know the fastest. Fucking fast cunt. The <laughs> the the third fastest. You wouldn't dream of knowing them. The second fastest. Yeah, definitely because they are challenging for the crown, and and, and they, they have some power there. Because if they become the fastest, then mm. you will kick Sam Craig to death. Because he oh, is no longer Sam Craig would have. I mean, no one was even close. His dad was an Ironman athlete. He was also the best at swimming. He was just he was in our house, so it all worked out. So we always won the house events. He was he was he was in your house. He was it was um, <laughs> he had some pretty some some issues with personal space. Yeah. He had some documents about your parents. He was pretty holding them pretty, you know, um, pretty much to ransom. But you know, um, it's 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 all good times. But now we're, we're big grown ups, aren't we? Mm. Aren't we? But look, I'd still love to be the fastest in any group of people. But there's there are fewer opportunities to to prove it, and fewer wrestling. You know, I'd like to do a bit more wrestling these days. What even happened to wrestling? You know, back in the day. I think probably people realise that, you know, there's just a lot of potential to get hurt. Maybe someone punches you in the throat. (laughs) Back in the day, if you were walking along at Bishop's Park and you, you, you spied your friend and thought... Hello, and then you both know what's going to happen, and you were both ready for a wrestle. Nowadays, I'd be done for assault, and perhaps rightly so. <laughs> I would say certainly, especially given how bad you are at recognizing people. <laughs> you don't want to just be accosting strangers and challenging them to wrestle. We used to we used to wrestle at house events. Yeah. Uh, uh, not my house, our house group at school, <laughs> but. Uh, we I don't know during during some of them we kind of got a lot of off 
off pl- off field time. Well, look, look, we had to blow off steam some way because for Not some to reason say we the, were backbenchers. For but. some reason, the rugby coaches were like, "You boys, you boys take some time off because you are too red hot for this pitch." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she yeah, just made her own fun. Yeah. Um, Played Marco Polo. Oh, yeah. pretty good times. <laughs> um, look, look, I look. There are lots of things I want to know. I'm trying trying to be a Segway guy this week. I so like it. It's the, good on you. Know, lots of things. Lots of things in the world. Crazy things. Crazy. A lot of bad stuff. I like it also because usually I feel like you're kind of actively trying to sabotage the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Um, so it's good to have you kind of be the admin guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually if Jamie's feeling a bit too straight. Oh, sorry. What? If my <laughs> Jamie co-host, is my alter ego. If my co-host is, is being a bit too uh, straight laced, I'll, I'll I'll throw in a wacky aside. But here, there's no space for that because you know, fuck no, just the two of us. Just the two of us. There's never any space for that. This is a right. serious analysis debate. Tete tete. Audio essay. <laughs> 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 uh, look, 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 look. What are we trying to? What are, what are what we trying to communicate? Trying to say what? Oh, okay. One thing I noticed about the film this week, and it relates to Alistair, and we've kind of maligned Alistair the vampire as having nothing to do in the film, and I realised that that's actually not correct. He's actually. One of the more kind of complex characters in terms of his... He, he has, like, a minor arc that kind of gets hinted at, mostly just through him reacting to stuff. You know who had a major arc? Who's that? Noah. Biblical character. <laughs> Noah. Try getting all those animals in a minor arc, Dick. You couldn't. <laughs> couldn't be done. So many. Two of every kind. Fuck. Maybe one, maybe one of every kind. You put them in a minor arc, but where is the breeding? Right? You're going to get a dry fucking rhino. And I mean, you know, a lot of those are very complex ecosystems as well. So you're really going to, like, you're going to just chuck the elephants in with the fucking wolves. You know, you can't. That, that's not going to go well at all. Uh, you, you've got. Yeah. A bloody big arc. Anyway. No, but like Alistair, so, you know, he turns up, is obviously very surly, very unwilling to participate, not a team player. Um, and then you kind of see throughout the film that he's he's maybe, I don't know, warming up to the idea of a little bit. He's kind of maybe getting a bit of hope that they can throw off the, the shackles of the Volturi. Um, mm. Like when, when Bella is doing her shield practice, he kind of, he grips the tree and he, he's leaning forward and he's like, and then... I don't, I don't know. I just feel like he's kind of doing this thing where he's warming up to people. And then he sees Bella, like, packing a bag for her daughter. And he's like, fuck, I'm out. <laughs> Disillusioned again. Fuck. Yeah, well, Matt, yeah. Right. Cheers. Maybe because he's assuming maybe she's going to run away. That, I mean, that's always been my read on that scene. But she could that, just tell him that he's like, that's not her. Think, or she just looks confused because he doesn't, he doesn't like articulate that. He's just like, oh, you even hit. It's a nice thought that a few could defy a powerful evil. You even had me. I don't know why I'm Australian. He's, <laughs> he's English. Like, you even had me going for a while. Cheers. Um, and she just kind of looks nonplussed and I don't know, presumably goes back to doing whatever she was doing. But um, I don't know, yeah. My, yeah. my I don't know, it's just, I don't know, he's a weird guy. No, he's, he's not. Anyway, he's not what's he doing to, in the attic? Oh, well, to, uh, you may well ask that, but I don't, uh, I, you know, admin purposes again. I'd have to go, uh, he is in the, the attic, attic getting up to no good. good. Alistair the, the vampire. Uh, well, look, oh, look. 
think it's me this week. Shit. I think so. Look, look, look. Some weeks, we would put a big, elaborate story about what he's doing in the attic. This time, I don't think I'm up. I'm, I don't think I'm up to that. I think it's going to be something short and sweet, and I would ask for very few follow-ups because I might not be able to. Might not be able. To, I, don't, I don't even have anything in my head right now. So, what I'm going to say is something that I, I think would would be best served by moving on from. Uh, but first, obviously, I've got to say it. I've got to say it, don't I? Because that's the old. That's the crux of this this segment. There. It also, write it to me, and then I could say it. For you. Okay. Well, I I guess what I'm scared of is your judgment, because I think uh, having taken so much time, I've got to pull out an absolute cracker. Uh, nothing but faith. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I, I I understand. Sometimes sometimes I can be a very amusing man, but this time there's there's I nothing. Think you're really going to come through for uh, me and for our audience. And yeah. for, for all the folks at home. And I think if you don't, then they'll know just how much you really value them. Uh, he is d- d- a building. That's right. That's limiting my parameters now. You can't build everything. Uh, building a better relationships. <laughs> no, he's, ex- he's explicitly not doing that. That is a good offer. He's, no, he's, he's building something physical. Yeah. He's building, a, he's building a, 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 a dance studio. He's building a dance studio. The um, the climax of the first Twilight film takes place in a dance studio. No, it doesn't. No, it absolutely does. It what? takes place in a ballet studio. In what context? Um, vampires are coming to kill Bella, and she's like, oh, fuck. Um, so she goes to Phoenix, Arizona, and hangs out in a ballet studio where she used to dance. And then the vampires turn up and get her there and then bite her, I think. And then Edward turns up and Emmett and they kill the bad vampire. And then I think Edward sucks out the venom, but he doesn't suck all her blood out. So that's quite romantic. Well, well then. Well, well, well. Look whose chickens have come home to roost. <laughs> While what I said was not initially very interesting or notable, it's actually very, very good of me because what he's doing is he's going, there's a battle coming up. I've got to build the arena for it. And I know that some previous climactic battles have happened at a dance studio. So he's like, we've got to do that. I don't want to fight out in a naughty old tundra. I could get snow on my on my robes. <gasps> so when he, when he realises that they are planning to battle outside I mean- and not in his Beautiful studio, oh, may I say? Steve, would be. I mean, I, he also has a tap rehearsal coming up in two weeks, and he's really got to, you know, he's really got to rehearse for that. So it's, you know, there's there's, there's some selfish motivation there as well, but you know. But then he realises they're not in on that, so he leaves. So actually, that's worked out really well, yeah. and I hope that the listeners can appreciate that because I don't remember the first movie, but there's some tingly little little atoms of of fate out there in the universe and they reached resonance they reached into my brain the tap rehearsal went really badly it's <laughs> it's he's um yeah the he's shoes he's not an elegant man he's just he just doesn't have very much grace ah <laughs> oh, look he's got several years to keep trying that's the that's the gift of immortality isn't it yeah. look Oh, this week I was really, really curious about this this crazy scene where the Volturi are reading a book and we're introduced to them. And I want to know what's in the book. It's actually scrapbooks. They all made each other scrapbooks based on their friendship <laughs> and gave them to each other. So it was really nice. And then fucking Irina walks in and kind of ruins it. And Ara's a bit embarrassed because they she's got up. Well, she's not in them, but also he was just on the page where Caius had written some kind of recounting their, I don't know. 
somewhat lurid past. Um, so there was some personal details in there. So he slams it shut. Anyway, yeah, that's wow. what that's what they're really. Wow. Well, I, I, I'd never have known that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I sure hope. What do you know? It's all in the. Um it's all in the po- post credits. Sure, hope someone doesn't inform me of something different next week because it feels like we've really, really cracked that one. I would hate to, hate to ruin that canon. Um, hey, look, whoa, 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 we're here. We're in my, we're, we're in my room. The candles on. Mm. We always do it here. We always yeah, record here because I, this is my home, and the the two of us. Yeah. We love to come here and chuck the candles on. Also, Oliver's not allowed back in my house after what he did last time. But we don't all talk about... We don't. It's not all we do. We don't just talk about Breaking Door Part 2. We're two-dimensional beings. <laughs> Sometimes we have free time. Free time. Please. What's going on in free time? I want to talk about the rock climb I did today. <laughs> Oliver loves hearing about my rock climbs. No, I did a climb. It was quite hard for me. But you know what? When I actually went ahead and did it, it didn't feel that hard. It's often the case. It's often the case. It feels impossible until you do it. And then you're like, oh, I don't see what all the fuss was about. And that's, I think, I imagine that's the fun of the sport. Um, I saw footage on YouTube of the, the rock you climbed and... It's very, very not very high, mm. so you'd think bloody Sonny Troster in the movie Breaking Dawn Part Two. And I'm sorry to mention that every time he's going up a terribly high cliff, but actually, yeah. it's very knotty, it's very tricky. And I saw this man, and he's falling, he's slipping and sliding, and I thought, no way, Alistair could do that. This YouTube man, he's having a disaster. But 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 I've heard that maybe you succeeded. I did succeed. It's a lovely. It's a lovely little climb. It's got a. It's quite a cool move where you you bump through these three holds, um, kind of like th- swinging through them. Anyway, love, lovely climb. Um, so that's kind of that's what I was doing um, before coming and watching Breaking Dawn Part Two, which uh, I don't know was a worse feeling, but but not so bad this week. How was? Oh no, we're not allowed to talk about the movie in free time, are we? No, I mean, it's free time. No, we'll, so. we'll have a we'll have a. Um well, you know, that's day? true. What was your day today, though? Tell me your day. No, today. I've not got anything. Um, if, I, if, if I wanted to bring something to free time, I'd either do something quite abstract or mm. talk about my past or future. Because Fair my enough. present... E- banal. Fair enough. You know, I'm, I'm working on stuff, but it, it doesn't feel like the right time. And it feels like it feels like I'm in a, a holding pattern. It feels like I'm in a limbo. I kind of get the sense that you're sort of biding your time at the moment. I feel like you're 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 building up to kind of come out of a, a, a chrysalis, mm. and you're going to be a stunning butterfly. Well, well, well. Who knows? I'm going to come out, and then the public's going to be like, "Are you a grotesque creature, or are you a, a sweet butterfly?" And it it'll be up to the people to give me wings because I've always believed in the power of the people, right? We can be a movement. I So, yeah, we're we're talking coded terms. I'm starting a political party. Um, Pretty fringe views, but not not in a sort of bigoted way. Just, just, Just very... Very specific policies that won't help a lot of people. What are those? All moths... All right, having a curfew. If I see a moth outside after 8pm, and they mm. tend to come out at night... Yeah, that's kind of their primary... What they're known for. Mm, they must be deported. Oh, gosh, where to? Go, 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 Jamaica. Oh, yeah? Fair enough. Uh, well, 
Certainly a divisive one, but, uh, you know. Ask me about my policies in any other region. What do you want to know about? No, no. Uh, I, I, do you have any other policies? I assumed it was largely going to be moth-based. Uh, we're working on them. Uh, that's, that's our sort of, sort of, sort of platform at the it's moment. The flagship policy. If, if there's some way... National with their roads. That people can... That people can... hey <laughs> Persuade me that moths will help get us to a, a green new deal or um or 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 more roads or infrastructure or better child poverty then I, i'm all for it but the moths have to really better child poverty <laughs> so what do, what do i mean by better child poverty less child poverty yeah it was just kind of higher quality so minimize poverty. it where possible but where the poverty still exists it can be it can be livened up a bit. Yeah, glitter, balloons, some of that stuff. Nice, yeah. Some some really good old school Dickens child poverty, <laughs> where like you just gotta give them a shoe to eat and they go boil it up. Yeah, and make them chimney sweeps, but yeah. like play cool disco music in the chimney, and it's like this is all fine. Well, my understanding is that chimney sweeps largely just dance about on the rooftops, sw- singing in bad Cockney accents. So that sounds like, frankly, a joy. Yeah, and do it, do do it, do it at night because as soon as morning comes, all the moths that have been hiding away, they'll come out and they are vicious. Oh yeah. All right, so get inside. Um, look, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna get back to the movie now. Okay. I think we've had a nice time luxuriating in free time. Mm. I think I've, in, I've envisioned a, a glorious moth-free future for New Zealand. Not free, just just one where they they know their time. Mm. And and look, when they're out and about in the daytime, I'll kiss them, I'll cuddle them. You know, all 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 power to them. Mm. But just a bit less of that. Just a bit less of that ruining my nights. Do they ruin your nights? Yeah, going out for a stroll and then I'm accosted by moths. Mm. They go... Well, you do You do wear that kind of disco suit that's covered in strobe lights. Yeah, and it's very, it's very, um, it's very old and musty. And they go, this is yum, yum, yum. Mm. This is yum. And I, I'm trying to go and open like a, a fate and, and go to a swimming pool. And I've got a lot of things on my nighttime agenda. Mm. Um... You know, b- 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 burn some swans. Um, a lot of stuff going on. So look, but but we can talk about the movie because I've still got a burning question. Okay, what's that? What's that other segment we do related to the movie? <sighs> I don't remember. Uh, oh, shining light. Oh yeah, my shining light was Charlie has at his house, presumably at his house. Because we see Jacob drive up to his house and then go inside and then he's in this little... Anyway, but he's got this little kind of like grove, grotto area. And it's just got really nice vibes. I want to hang out there. It just feels like... It just feels like you could you could really just have, I don't know, like a nice place that's kind of out in the forest, but presumably close enough to the house. Um, it's got a lot of ferns, a lot of undergrowth, some real good foliage. Love some foliage in my grottos. Um, anyway... And I just like that that Charlie has this vibe space uh, for himself and for us, the audience. Yeah, what what was your shining light? Um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, I think something... um, Oh, someone does something different to what other people do. Oh, right, yeah, great. So Jasper's reading uh, Keith Richards' (laughs) either biography or autobiography and um, all the others, because all the others are just staring, doing nothing at at Edward playing the piano. And it's like, that's not... I think it's Renesmee. Renesmee and Edward, they're doing tag teaming. Um, 
And it's just like, great, this is, they seem to have been doing this for quite a while. And like, mm. it's not that visual an experience, guys. Like, you can listen to that and go about your day. I'd be freaked out if there were four people staring sort of vaguely smiling at me when I'm trying to mm. play the piano and I'm a sort of newborn creature. But Jasper's like, no, lovely music. I'll listen to this. But um, look, I'm going to enrich my life with the the, 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 the works of, of a rolling stone. Because they did music too. And it's just, I just, I just like to keep learning, all right? Because I can multitask. What a good guy. I like that. There's a pinch of realism, a, um, a dash of reality. And, and oh, oh, that makes the whole dish taste just that bit nicer. Just that. That extra bit of spice on top. It's like adding rosemary to your bolognese. Um, I really hated that scene or like that shot. Not because of what Jasper's doing. I'm I'm all aboard with your reasoning there. But it's because so Alice walks in, has a vision of the Volturi coming, drops her vase that she's carrying for some reason. Um and then we get to a reaction shot of everyone looking shocked. And then we get a reaction shot of Jasper and he's reading his book and then he puts his book down and runs over to her. But it just makes it look like he's reading his book. Here's the smash. I don't know, maybe finishes the paragraph that he's on and then runs over. It's like, it just removes all the urgency from the reaction there, I think. A particularly juicy bit in the, the wild rock and roll life of oh, Keith. I would, I would never assume that Keith Richards doesn't have absolutely, you know, bonkers stories of rock and roll excess to share. But like, I just think for the movie. Yeah. Hey, look, I think it might be nice to end on a little sketch about about a crazy world in which we have a third co-host. Oh, yeah. All right. So see how that would go down. So. Uh, I'm going to be both you and me having a normal podcast session like we always do. And you could be some degraded, <laughs> filthy interloper. And we'll see how that would go down and why that shouldn't happen. So, oh, I, I, I bloody loved the movie this week, Oliver. Yeah, look, so did I. And I think the, the real crux of the matter is how beautiful your eyes are. And your hair, I'd like to run my hands through it. So it is, it is brilliant that we are in this room all on our own. Because, um, come here, you, you big old... Excuse me. Oh, what? Hello, it's me, Jameis. Oh. I talk like this. Um... I think I just weed myself. Yeah, you, you definitely, you you spectacularly weed. Oh, I'm sorry, it went in the bed, Oliver. Yeah, it, it, you. I've never met you before, so the, the fact that you know my name and you're weeing in my house. I read it inside one of your books. Um, Luke said I could come in. Okay. I well, hope it's okay. I'm sorry for weeing in your bed. Yeah, look, look, look. What do you think you've got to offer on this podcast? What could you possibly add to these two beautiful... Look at this boy next to me. Look at the quality of this torso. Give it a t- touch it. Oh, it's... It's tight. Yeah, it's mine. Ooh. It's well, it's his, but, like, he loans yeah. it to me sexually. <laughs> so how could you beat that, eh? Well, what about if when someone said a thing... I kind of related it to a pop culture phenomenon, but I kind of just say the name and not really make a joke further than that. <laughs> That's kind of mean. <laughs> um, for, for everyone out there who is perhaps a, a short-term listener, J- Jamie, we love you. <laughs> Get out of the studio, you urchin, you fool. You will never be on the show. You disgust me. Thanks for listening. 